BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night for a little bit longer, and we're talking uh, with Phil and Steve, and we're going to bet everything with wheels. What's going on, Phil? How's it going, Arch? This is... This is great, man. This is our time of year. NASCAR season's getting started. We, we got two races this weekend in Phoenix, um, you know, which you may brush off and take lightly. However, this is good, good data for the championship race at the end of the year. Oh, I like that. Nice. Steve, what's happening? What's going on, guys? Happy to be here again uh, Friday night, and we are kind of in our prime, well, my prime time. We're <laughs> approaching midnight. Yeah. Right. Steve's a party animal, just so you know. He doesn't even start his life. Until I part, dude, I party with my spreadsheets. I wouldn't believe. <laughs> do you have pants on? Yes. Okay. I do. Yeah. All right. Good for you, man. Good for you. <laughs> Arch, I think, I think it would only be fair. This is the time in the show when we talk about what happened last week. Yes. And, you know, if we're licking our wounds or not. And we're not. We had an awesome week last week. We, we finished up. 7.15 units and that was even with an absolutely despicable result in the truck race where we lost five units we won eight on formula one steve's data is undeniably great in formula one this year and then we uh we were positive in the xfinity race we were positive in the cup race and that is also you know falling victim to some late race shenanigans but overall it was an awesome awesome week i'm so glad to hear it because you couldn't tell uh as the cup race was ending you couldn't really tell it was an awesome awesome week yeah i mean you know we had we had kyle larson at plus 850 we had a a great number on that and he had set sail he was out in the wind he was five seconds up and the laps were ticking away and then that friggin dope eric almirola gets in a single car incident caution comes out slow slow pit stop from larson you know, with, with, for the green, white checkered and, uh, you know, Willie B ended up beating him. Um, so it could have been an absolute banger of a weekend. Instead, we'll just have to settle for seven units of profit. Oh, okay. If you count that winning. <laughs> Settling is just so, uh, so boring, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was nothing flashy about it. We didn't hit an outright winner. There was nothing real sexy. 
Um, it was just a real workmanlike week. You know, we won three units on practice one for Formula One, then another two in qualifying, three in the race. We lost five with trucks, got two back in Xfinity, got two more back in the cup. So, I mean, it was just real consistent winners, which is the way I prefer to gamble anyway. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a grinder. That's, that's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the, uh, that F1 research in the offseason really paid off that first day, Friday. And I guess over the weekend, too, we kind of got those plays in a little early. So it was nice. That's nice. You know, FP1, I feel like, is, is going to be a real winner this year. We kind of saw that last year we had a lot of success at FP1, kind of a uh, same deal as NASCAR, kind of uh, get ahead on the books uh, a little bit, kind of jump the gun and find some value before cars to hit the track so i I like that what what we're doing there bingo bingo you love it and you know steve i'll i'll follow you anywhere you know you're you're a a a pretty quiet fella and you know for the last two and a half years we've been doing this show and you know we do a ton of volume we grind out small wins just about every week and you know sometimes we'll mix in a couple outright winners so it's not always the biggest most blustery guy that that's beating his chest. That's the best at this. Actually, it's, it's just us. We're, we're the best. <laughs> that's it. Thank you guys. Uh, doing the best, you know, just, that's it. On the grind. As you, as you met, as you mentioned already. Yes, sir. So we've got two races this week, Arch. We're in Phoenix. It's a one mile flat track. So we're, we're not going to see a, a ton of high speed. There's not going to be a lot of drafting. It, it's, it's, it's we're, we're focusing on the drivers this week and there's a new package in the, the cup cup series. that's going to really mix things up, but let's first talk about the Xfinity series. Steve, you had two guys circled as an outright winner. I'll just name them. And then you can tell me why we're going Cole Custer, who is right around plus 700 everywhere. Uh, we did, uh, it looks like seven tenths of a unit on that. And then the other 0.3 on Sammy Smith plus 1800. This is a guy that I know you're high on, and I'm not. So talk me into it. I've already placed the bets, but make me feel good. Sure thing, man. And anything for you. <laughs> uh, so let's, I guess, start with Cole. Cut. I guess start with Kyle Busch, right? Because that's yeah, kinda where, yeah. That's kind of where the odds all all start. Starts with him at plus three hundred. Uh, saw him last week. Wasn't very happy with the car over there in uh, Vegas. His home. Let me just. Let me just interrupt. When Kyle Busch runs these these lower tier events, is he free money? <laughs> I like where you're going there with that. I would okay. say uh, I would say no. I mean, okay. he, he kind of already proven that. I think he said. I think last year he went. Did he go over five last over. year? Over, over, over five in the truck series, right? Yep. Yeah, you went broke if he just thought he was free money. At odds, like you know, minus one ten, like kind of kind of that range. Yeah, yeah, you're, and, and you're <laughs> never proud to to cash a minus one ten outright ticket if you have a losing card overall. No, no, that would be stupid. That would be just moronic. All right, I know I've gotten that off our chest, right? Thank you. All right, we can move on now. We can, we can. All right, cool. All right, so Kyle Bush is plus three hundred this weekend, so. Even that, you know, that I mean, that's good value, you'd, you would think, right? I mean, Kyle Busch in the Xfinity Series, uh, I think he's won the most races all time in the Xfinity Series. So you would think, oh, that's, that's, that seems pretty good. But I I, I, kinda, I still don't really want to get there with, with that. Um, 
it's you know he's he used to be in the uh in joe gibbs equipment every single time he dropped down the series you know now he's dropping down to the experience series and college equipment and I, I i truly believe that joe gibbs equipment really is uh probably the best equipment when it comes to uh the short track package here and in, in, especially in the xfinity series so he saw ty gibbs he won the championship race last year at Phoenix with, with Joe Gibbs racing. So, and that, and that was against, you know, Noah Gregson and with JRM. Noah Gregson was kind of the guy that was pretty dominant second half of the season. So Ty Gibbs and with Joe, Joe Gibbs kind of got it done there. So I really, John Hunter, when he dropped down, was competitive uh, against Ty Gibbs as well. So I feel like, really feel like Joe Gibbs has, has a good, good shot this weekend with, uh, Sammy Smith, especially with you know eighteen to one, but Cole Custer is kind of the guy I'm going to go with here because uh, every time you see Cole Custer on the Cup side uh, last year, he struggled at the mile and a half, and he certainly struggled last week at uh, Las Vegas. He was, I mean, he was a mid-tier driver, so I really feel like he's going to be, you know, kind of feel like he needs to uh, step his game. He, he's he's got to refocus this week, and I feel like. Phoenix is somewhere that he can kind of get back on his feet. He was very strong last year with Stuart Haas racing on the short flat tracks. So I feel like this is a place where he can kind of regain his momentum a little bit. Yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, whenever you get Kyle Busch or one of these, you know, cup series studs in the field, it, it gives value further down the board. Um, we've seen it, you know, a, a couple times with like when Ross Chastain comes down, you know, it, it lengthens all the guys behind him and he's driving shit boxes. I mean, so it, it's it's all name brand stuff. So we get Kyle Bush in the field again. He's going to be driving lackluster equipment up against Cole Custer, who probably had to take a little hit to his, his ego, you know, strapping in this Xfinity car this year full time after losing his Cup Series ride. Now I think it's going to be down to business. He's, he's driving a race car at a track where he's performed strongly in the past where his team has good results, a good notebook full of stuff. Um, and I just, I think if he's going to break out, this this is probably where it's going to be. And if he doesn't, Sammy Smith and that Joe Gibbs equipment, which is the best, um, is a, a very, very good, you know, secondary driver to root for. So I really like these outrights. Yeah, I like them as outrights mostly because of this reason. Um Sammy Smith has been a guy that we've liked to fade and match up this year because he's like he's kind of a, you know he's an all in or all out guy. He he just he goes for it. Um, he's he just he's off the chains. So pretty much he just uh, he he's a he's a young guy. So he just uh, it's boomer bust. You were correct. So you, you want to take his upside. Uh, I talked about this before. Uh, you want to take guys that have high ceilings in and outrights and kind of uh, stay away from that, you know, from in head to heads. So this is kind of a situation where he can t- and capitalize and maybe uh, learn from his mistakes, hopefully, and put a full race together. So yeah, he's been fast this year, um, sure. and we've we've kind of been. Um, you know, banking on his ability to do something boneheaded and blow a head to head, which, you know, thankfully he's obliged so far. But uh, they were talking last week that the guy is just fast. And when he puts it together, he's going to be trouble, uh, you know, for, for the field. So I, I like rostering these two guys. I like that we're going to take a shot on Sammy as a unit and a half play 
against Brandon Jones. I, th- I think Brandon Jones is another uh, moron out there on the track. So uh, let's talk about these head-to-heads. We've got Chandler Smith over Sammy Mayer. We've already talked about Sammy Smith against Brandon Jones. And then we're going to double up on Cole Custer over Josh Berry. That one, that one I have some questions about. So maybe you could break those down. Yeah, sure thing. I I was just reading over my notes from uh, from Phoenix last year for Xfinity. And uh, despite, like I said, I talked briefly about this already, but uh, Junior Motorsports wasn't necessarily that strong on this type of racetrack. Um, Sam Mayer kind of struggled, and Josh Berry in the championship race kind of struggled. Now, you know, we saw Josh Berry perform really well at racetracks like Las Vegas, uh, other intermediate tracks like that were very strong for him. But even this year, Josh Berry, um, he, he kind of struggled last week at Las Vegas, and uh, now he's got obligations to fulfill in the Cup Series as well. So you can kind of look at that and maybe there's some, a little bit of a distraction there, kind of needing to kind of focus up on two sides of uh, the competition there. Kind of like uh, going with uh, Cole Custer there, with, you know, that's for that reason. Uh, see what happens. I agree. In, in fact, that, that was going to be a, a, a question I was going to ask you, but you, you already answered it. You know, these guys, their ultimate goal, these Xfinity drivers, is to get into the Cup Series. Josh Berry has been handed an opportunity of a, of a lifetime. He, he's he's going to be filling in for uh, Chase Elliott at, at you know, for the next five or six weeks, besides the road course, he's got the best equipment, you know, in the cup series. He has got to show now that he's got what it takes. That is no doubt got to be distracting. You know, that, that is probably where his main focus is this week. And for the next month and a half is how can he make that cup car go faster and mm-hmm. log and laps in the Xfinity car? Uh, and like you said, it's probably the opposite of Cole Custer. He was probably humiliated and dejected to to have to step back into the Xfinity car. And maybe now he realizes it's time to go. So I, I, I like I like this matchup where I think we're going to get a motivated guy against a distracted guy. And, um, you know, Cole Custer is, has proven he's got some talent. He cashed a lot of long tickets for us last year on road courses and and short flats. So let's get these three home for sure. Yeah, I, really, I like that take there a lot. Uh, I really am glad to hear you expanded on uh, similar thoughts that I had on that matchup. So just, I guess, to put a cap on the Sammy Smith or Brandon Jones matchup as well. Um, Brandon Jones. Um, Guys are dope. Yeah, the last last race uh, in the championship race last year was with uh, – he was with Joe Gibbs Racing. So you would think that he – you know, in a Joe Gibbs car at a short flat track, he would have had a good run at Phoenix, but he finished 11th. So you, you think he's going into now, going into the junior motorsports car. He's He hasn't been familiar with the team yet. We, we saw that last week. He's still getting acclimated. And plus, he, I would say the car is going to be a little more underperforming. So this feels like a, not a slam dunk, but like Phoenix is a predictable track. So as long as nothing crazy, like something goes wrong, speeding penalty, mechanical failure, anything like as long as nothing like that happens, I can't see a way this loses. I really can't. So what you're saying is it's free money. No, because yeah. you would never say anything no, like that. Wouldn't. That's yeah. such an no. idiot thing to say. <laughs> That's a silly thing chat. to say. No, it's not. It's a. That, that's what you say in a group chat with a bunch of morons. That's that's what you say. 
Yeah. Gotta hold, gotta hold my tongue on that one. Can't quite get over the ledge on that. All right. I can. Cool. Is there anything that's not on your card or not on the official card that we've put out, but is there any like secret plays that you haven't, haven't talked about yet? Well, we, we didn't really cover the Chandler Smith or Sam Merritt too much. So I do want to talk about that briefly. Uh, we know Chandler Smith is in a college car who has been uh, underperforming the past year or so, but we saw Chandler Smith. I mean, he was a lap leader last week. And I really think this is a guy now going to a, a short track. He's been very good at short tracks in his career. And he was super strong and an intermediate track last week in Las Vegas, outrunning Kyle Busch. Now you, you got him matched up against Sam Mayer, who struggled at Phoenix the last two times around. So I think this is, this is another play. I really like these matchups this week in Xfinity Series. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, you know, Chandler, we, we liked him in the truck series. We, he was a play-on guy. Um, I think he's a smart young man. I think he's a talented talented dude um you know very mature for his age for sure for sure they were talking about you know he's he's young but he's got a family and he's you know his head's in the game and all that stuff and i think that's all great and last week we saw him nearly win a race i mean even with the car you know go we knew it fired off good and it was the best on the short run and then the way he nursed it um you know he could have fallen back way way further uh, you know, that, that car was given up and he still, he still brought it home third, which I thought was awesome. Cause you know, a young guy may get nervous, may panic, may do something really stupid in a situation like that and completely blow his day, but he still brought that thing home in third, nearly won the thing. So I, I think he showed a lot of character, uh, last Saturday. For sure. I think he has a, a good, a good year ahead of him this year of calling racing. He maybe even turned that team around a little bit. I agree. I agree. He might be their, um, you know, their bell cow this year, which is which is cool because he's a young guy, and I, I think ultimately he is going to end up in the Cup Series and be a force. Agreed. Agreed. Cool. So now, do you have any secret plays like maybe Justin Allgaier over Kyle Busch, or is there anything else that maybe you see out there? Well, I'm mostly looking at DraftKings, as you know. That's kind of where I put most of my money. Uh, so I guess I'll take one more look. I guess your coffers are, are pretty full after taking down an $11,000 contest last weekend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I was uh, that was a good weekend last weekend. Uh, taking down a DFS contest is, is like something that happens to people you know, once in a lifetime. For me, it happened twice in the same weekend. So Nuts. Nuts. <laughs> that may never happen again, but I hope it does. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. 
Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Yeah. I see one here, Steve. I see it on Bet365, and I see it on the Bet Rivers uh, family. Uh, Sheldon Creed against Ryan Truex. Uh, We saw Austin Hill really, really run good. We saw... Sheldon Creed run pretty good last week, but what I noticed, and you know, we talked about it at length during that that last round of pit stops. Uh, you know, everybody the the third and fourth best pit stops, you know, during that last cycle, four tires, gas, uh, mm-hmm. was the calling the two calling cars. It was uh, Kyle Busch and I, I can't remember who the other one was, but they put down fifteen one, and then the two RCR cars, Austin Hill and Sheldon Creed. We're both clocked at 14-1, a full second faster on the four four tire stop. And you know, that got them both track position and, and ultimately Austin Hill won the race. What do you think about this this matchup here? True X against Creed. Right. I, I think it's interesting. And I think uh Kyle Bush going to the Xfinity series with colleague, I, I really think he's gonna help that organization. Um but uh, I'm going to talk about RCR, but, you know, RCR, I guess it's working with Colleg Racing. It's a confusing situation, bottom line. But, yeah, I mean, RCR, I mean, um, like you said, has the pit data uh, that looks good. And Phoenix is a track where track position is extremely important. So if you can get those guys on and off faster than the field, that's going to net you spots uh, all day long. Cool. So that, that might be a lean on Creed? I would lean that way, sure. We have Ryan Truex here. He's I believe he's in a Joe Gibbs car this week. Not a guy that's a regular, so he's kind of just hopping in the car and uh certainly not gonna have the you know, the experience that Creed's had the past few years in the series. So I think Creed's certainly on the rise. Um you kinda you kinda just have to hope that uh Creed uses his on track experience the past few years and Truex kind of makes a mistake on pit road, you know, pit road or eating, et cetera, on track, you know, things like that. Cool, man. Well, is there anything else you, uh, you like, I, I'd like, I sent you one earlier this week was Austin Hill over Riley Herbst. Uh, and I said blink twice for yes. (laughs) And then I, I never heard back. So I, maybe that's a no. I mean, if it's, I feel like if it's Austin Hill this year, you're just going to bet it. I am so. going to bet it. Yeah. Cause I, uh, Arch little known fact. Yes. You know, I was in, I was in Delaware right before the, the green flag dropped and you know, I like betting on Austin Hill and Delaware. You can't, you can't gamble. You can't do much. So I, you know, excused myself to the bathroom. We were in the mall and I sent a text <laughs> to our man, egg burger, yes. who's in the book club. Shout out to my man, egg. I was like, listen, man, you need to put a half unit on Austin Hill for me. I just have a feeling the data doesn't back it up. I, I, I just, I need this one. You know, I, I would hate myself if we don't get it. And, uh, you know, he put a half unit on it for me, half unit for him. And we cashed a 20 to one. So 
Uh, I like Austin Hill this year, and I don't like Riley Herbst that much. So I, that's why I leaned Austin Hill here, uh, but I just needed Steve to approve it so I can submit. I'm glad you really hold me at a high standards like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Herbst, uh, he's been better on short, flat tracks, but Austin Hill's kind of improved quite a bit this year and a half. So I think you see upside from both those guys. But Austin Hill, I think certainly – you have the you know RCR pit crew, like you said, um, on track, been faster. So for for your sanity and and for you wanting to root for the guy, I will approve. How about that? That's good because your bet has been placed. <laughs> All right. So should we move on the cup, or did you have any other thoughts on Xfinity? John Hunter overall dire. I'm going to lean that way because Ooh. the line's moving towards John Hunter uh, in his favor. And I just like the idea of backing Gibbs over junior motorsports equipment. Okay. Uh, so this is all in DraftKings? Yeah, that's, that's, that's correct. I'm pulling I'm it up now. Right now. This is one of those couch cushion, couch cushion bets that Arch likes to hear about. I love the couch cushion bets. I love digging in the couch cushions for a little extra change. So we're taking John Hunter over Allgaier. You got it. Done. I got it. We all I got, got it. Well. We all got it. Cool. So let's go. Let's go. Uh, Cup series now. All right. Uh, this is an interesting one. Huh? Do you want to talk about what happened? We, we kind of just yeah. learned. I'll uh, well, I'll set the table. Um, so we we opened up, and you know the the book club members got this this first. And what we did was we opened up with a one unit Dutch across four drivers. Um, and it results in, I think, a, a seven-unit win, no matter who wins out of these guys. So we went Christopher Bell, uh, Ryan Priest, Almarola, Austin Dillon, and then a day later we added another half unit on Harvick. So the math works out to be, I think, 6.6 units now with a win. Um, so that was before practice. Practice happened today. Hendrick ran him over. Kyle Larson dominated um, all the practice times, the five lap data, the 10 lap data, 15, 20. I mean, he was just on rails. And then there was some news. The news. Was, yeah, that was a transition to you. Uh, let's talk about the news. Um, I guess, uh, I guess it sounds like NASCAR is confiscating their hood levers. And I, I know you're in that industry. So you would like, you've talked about this. So, I don't know how that really affects their performance. I believe it's a spec part. So you, I guess uh, you be the judge here on whether that's actually going to affect them this weekend or not. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how it would. Um, if it's a spec part, I don't know what they could do to it to make it make the car faster. It just, uh, I, I have no idea what they could do to a spec part to make it faster. I, I mean, I, Maybe they found something in the wind tunnel. I don't know. But, you know, with NASCAR, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Um, so it's kind of cool that all these guys uh, are, are cheating. I wish Kyle Larson would have cheated a little harder last week <laughs> with the, you know, the wind ticket. And then, you know, on the flip side of that, I'm glad they got caught this week before they dominated because uh, we're, we're focusing on some Fords and some Toyotas. For sure. So, um, I mean, Hendrick has just been, you know, they've been the class. They, they, absolutely dominated last week to to where it was almost boring but we had a horse in the race so it was okay um i would just hate to see that this week i hope i hope tomorrow in qualifying we see 
maybe them take a step back. But um, who knows? Who knows what happens? I think Christopher Bell and Harvick are probably the right guys if it's not. Oh, I agree. Looking at the practice data, so this week we have a um, interesting situation as well with the new uh, rules package. We have about a thirty percent decrease in downforce so the car is going to be uh sliding around a little bit more on the racetrack definitely going to be uh manhandling the car a little bit more just uh i think our analysis was that that's probably going to favor guys like bell like larson and like reddick even that now that you look at it you know guys that race on dirt uh in their spare time so i feel like the practice data kind of represented that as well as i really feel like we've uh hit on the right guys here early on before tonight's practice session. Yeah. But interestingly enough, you know, we were talking about dirt guys and how it would help them. So, you know, we landed on Christopher Bell, who was a a three-time winner of the Chili Bowl national dirt race. We got Austin Dillon who, who won an Eldora truck race on dirt. Um, We've got Ryan Priest, not a dirt racer, but a very, very accomplished, you know, NASCAR wheeling modified racer on these short flat tracks. Um, so, and, and of course, Kevin Harvick, who is good at driving a loose race car and maintaining his, his tires, which, you know, the long run will probably come into play. So I think we landed on the right guys, but interestingly enough, we didn't land on Kyle Larson. And that was because why Steve, his track data was no good on these short flats. Yeah. I mean, you look at places like Martinsville, uh, New Hampshire. I, don't, I mean, those are tracks that have not really been in his wheelhouse. He likes the, uh, I would say that he definitely likes the steeper racetracks. Uh, Bristol comes to mind. He's been really good at Bristol, really good at tracks like Vegas, you know, the intermediates, Darlington, he's super strong at running the top. So this is, you know, Phoenix is a complete you know, complete opposite of those types of racetracks. So to see him really come out and um, still have speed this weekend um, is, is pretty impressive. So, I mean, from, from my metrics, he's ranked fourth. He's still not ranked as the favorite. He's fourth in my rankings. So, and that includes today's practice. Today's practice obviously bumps him up the ranks a little bit. But I still have guys like Bell, Blaney, Byron, above him in my overall uh, rankings results when you factor everything into the pit into the mix. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 um, it's worrisome that he was so good on something he's not supposed to be good at, but, uh, I still think we're on the right guys. I think over the long haul, we can kind of lean on that, that track history a little bit more. Christopher bell is a horse on these, these tracks. I mean, he won at New Hampshire last year, he won on was it Richmond? I think it was Richmond last year. Um, so like all these comparable tracks, he's hauling the mail. So Christopher Bell, that's that's my guy. That's I'm planting my flag. I'll bet on the guy that looks like a 12 year old child. <laughs> I think it was New Hampshire. He's super good in New Hampshire. I, well, I know I, it was a short flat track. He he hundred percent. Was it Martinsville? Martinsville he, he locked yeah. his way into the uh, championship four at Martinsville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Martinsville, not not uh, uh, Richmond. My bad. Yeah, he made that run in the playoffs. Uh, super impressive. Very clutch driver. Bingo. We like so. Christopher Bell. Cool. So, um, and then again, you know, we're we're laddering uh, for the uh, sake of a better term. We're going to take Austin Dillon 
in the top three. That price just seemed off market at 18 to one at FanDuel. We're taking a top five shot on Ryan Priest at seven to one on DK. Um, and then we've got a ton of head to heads. Oh, yeah, we, got, I mean, we got top tens too. I forgot the FanDuel misprices. For sure. I mean, they've moved a little bit. Um, the Austin Dillon, that's probably the only guy that I'm not super high on. So if you haven't placed that one, you can still place it, but uh, I'm not as high on that one after looking at the practice data. So if you're just now tuning in, uh, the bets are in. I mean, we're going to win or lose, when, you know, whatever happens. Cause we, we got our bets in, but. If you're, if you're just tuning in, I would maybe reconsider Austin Dillon. But, again, I mean, you know, Austin Dillon's a very good sh- short flat track racer at Richmond. Um, uh, the Clash this year here, the super fast car at the Clash. Yeah. That's a really very, you know, that's as flat as it gets. So, if, if you believe in his, uh, you know, when I looked at, you know, he's concerned about race trim, then maybe he's still your guy. So, yeah, I, I mean, RCR has been fast. They've been For fast. Sure. Uh, and then on the top tens, like you said, we already placed these, but we got uh, Almirola plus two fifteen at Bet Rivers, uh, Kozlowski plus two seventy Fanduel, Cindric three to one at Fanduel, Priest three forty Fanduel, and then Austin Dillon five to one at Fanduel. That's probably the only one that's going to get longer based on the new information. Yep. So. A lot of these are pretty good plays because Lousy looked really good today. Uh, or I think RFK, uh, their program is starting to really uh, come into form here. We saw that kind of happen at the end of the year last year. We last week they were really strong uh, until they had. I think Bush had got into the wall, so it kind of hurt the car a little bit. Because Lousy was running inside near the top ten most of the race, so good average running position there for him. Would you attribute that to maybe uh, the tire specialist in that RFK garage? Uh, it could be. You know what okay. guy over there? Yeah, shout out Rob Lopes. What up, dude? Keep it going. Keep up the good work, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hard work pays off in the end. We are rooting for you. And, uh, yeah, the, the, that Keselowski team has flashed a lot of speed this year. Also, what I like about Kez is looking at these um, – you know these the, the stages how they're they're mapped out. So I, I think the first one is sixty laps or something. You can you can run the whole thing. Probably don't need to stop. But the next two are, I think are one hundred and twenty five laps and one hundred and twenty seven laps, something like that. Um, so you can probably stretch the fuel for about a hundred miles, or I mean a hundred lap. Well, you know, hundred miles, hundred laps, uh, mm-hmm. and it's all about tire wear. Keselowski is famous for doing what other people aren't. So maybe he'll get off schedule and end up in a really, really good way. That guy's a thinker. For sure. And uh, one more thing about Keselowski, if you think about his uh, strong racetracks, uh, he usually is absolutely dominant at New Hampshire. And this is a racetrack that you kind of run the same stuff in. So if you get Keselowski uh, running well at intermediates, then uh, – this probably kind of lends itself even more into his wheelhouse. He was uh, he ranks 13th in my rankings, so it's just outside of the top 10. So um, getting him at plus 300, you get you know a couple things go wrong, and for the people in front of him, it's uh, it's very possible with this new package that you know we might see single car spins, things like that. You never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm I'm with you. Um, and then we, we, we kind of went heavy here on the head to heads. I think we got, we booked seven of them pre-flop. So 
So I'll just run through them. Um, and, you know, we'll, the three of them have a, a very common theme. I'll start with those. So we went Kevin Harvick over Ross Chastain, Kyle Busch over Ross Chastain, Christopher Bell over Ross Chastain. So maybe we can maybe we can talk about that a little bit first, and then we'll hit the others. Yeah, I know your feelings are a little hurt this weekend. I know it's going to be a rough one for you. So hopefully you get through this one. Hopefully the money uh, in your pocket at the end of the day makes you feel a little bit better about feeding the melon man this weekend. I, 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 if it wins, I'll be okay. Yeah. If it loses, you're going to be really hurting. <laughs> Correct. But man, Ross really struggled today. Track house is a program. I can, I really feel like they've specialized in intermediate tracks. They're super strong at places like that. But we saw last year, uh, Ross Chastain had to pull a hail melon just to get into the championship four because it was at the, it was at Martinsville and not, not one of his uh, strong suits track house uh, Suarez as well. Uh, he's, I, I think he's, uh, he struggles more at Martinsville than just about anybody I can think of. And he's a guy that runs inside a top 10 at other places. So this is a good week. I feel like the books kind of overvalue guys like Suarez and Ross Chessine as well. I mean, they're up against guys like bell, like, uh, like Kyle Busch that have incredible track history. And uh, I, I, I like these matchups. I feel like this is a very predictable race. Not going to get a whole lot of chaos. So you can play these matchups and feel like you're going to have a big edge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, Chastain, um, he's okay on this track type, but he's not, he's not like elite. And all three of these guys average more fast laps uh, on these short flats than, than Chastain does. They all average more laps led. Um, they, they all have better average finishing position. So, I mean, we're getting, we're getting the old triple dip on a really good matchup. And I, I think Ross Chastain is a flashy name. That's, that's a guy people like to bet on. I mean, that's what I, I gravitated toward him cause I, I love his driving style. He's, he's a nut job and I love it. Um, but you know, there's a time and place and I, I think we're getting a good number to go against him here. So mm-hmm. maybe he'll finish fourth, lose all three matchups. And that's a pretty good day for the watermelon crew. Love it. I mean, this is a situation. I feel like this is a situation where the sports books forget the type of track we're going to because Chastain has started out this year. He's, he led a lot of laps at auto club and he was running inside the top five, most of the race last week. So this is a place where I think the folks kind of forget that he may not have the weeks that he's had to start the season so far. So bingo lock us in here. All right. So the other ones, um, were Ryan Blaney over Joey Logano. These are, uh, the consensus, uh, two favorites to, to win the race outright. So it was, it only made sense that we got a matchup here and we're going to side with Blaney. We're also taking Bubba Wallace over Daniel Suarez, Mm. Tyler Reddick over Alex Bowman. Uh, we had some very, very good news on the practice data from Reddick. And then finally, we're going to take Denny Hamlin over Kyle Larson. All right. Let's, st- I want to start with Tyler Reddick. He's a guy, he's another guy that was, uh, su- he's been super strong on at Bristol dirt. He should have won that race. If Chase Briscoe didn't full send it into turn three, I uh, wrecked them both. Good. Cause we had Kyle Bush. That, yeah, won that, that, race. Was, that was a nice surprise that day. That was pretty sweet. 
So that was that was a that was a fun one. So bottom line, Redick, Redick's a guy, super talented race car driver. He can put his car wherever he wants. So I feel like he's a super versatile guy. So we have a new package. Feel like he's going to adapt to it pretty well. Kind of already proven that with his lap data. He and, and my rankings uh, from what I look at his long run speed is immaculate. I think it's better than anybody else in the field. So I have him as number one in practice. He hasn't been great at short flat tracks. So that kind of drops him a little bit in the rankings for me. But you see, still out ranks Alex Bowman. Alex Bowman's been very vocal about him not being all that good at these types of configurations. Um, I think of New Hampshire. I think of this track. And just my notes very makes it very clear that he's not a fan of places like this. So the, to, to get Redick, a guy that's been as fast as he is in practice against Bowman, who hasn't been so fast, is a is super good. Yeah, well, it feels like a, a mismatch. I mean – Especially when we're talking about guys who have the uh, the ability to drive with the you know less downforce, Reddick definitely comes to mind. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's a guy that he likes to ride the wall. He he puts race cars where most people can't, and right. you know it's about time he shows up and and wins a damn matchup for us. So let's go, Tyler, bring one home. Yeah. If you if you if you watch Reddick last week, he came from the back, and then he, I mean I was really concerned because I faded him in DFS just about completely. Eventually, at at one point, he did scrub the wall a little bit, so it did cost him some time. But that that car was really quick. He was marching inside the top ten. He's with a new team this year with twenty three twenty three eleven racing, so he's taking over Kurt Busch in that forty five car. Uh, that car had a lot of speed last year, so uh, I like how the Toyotas look in, in practice today. I feel like they had the long run speed. If you looked at the times, you'd be fooled because they were nowhere near the top for the most part. But if you look at the wrong long run speed, they're up there with the best of them. Well, and that's, that's why we, we, uh, we consider you elite Steve, because your brain works in different ways uh, than, you know, what the, the TV practice would want you to believe. They'd want you to believe that, that Kyle Larson, you know, ticked off every single metric in every way imaginable but that's not exactly true. So, um, well, I mean, he, he was good, but you know, there's, there's value down the board. It's not, you know, just blind ship it on Larson and you've got a winner before the race even runs. For sure. I mean, you know me, man, I don't look at things, uh, on the, on the surface. I dig, you know, you, you gotta yep. dig to find what you're looking for. So that's what, that's what I do around here. You know, bingo, bingo. Um, so do we want to talk about Denny over, over Larson or, um, Bubba over Suarez, either of those, or should we move on? Well, I mean, Bubba over Suarez, I mean, so this is interesting. I, I, I had a tough, tough decision on this one because this is one of Bubba Wallace's worst racetracks. <laughs> like I said last week, Bubba Wallace is just, he's just a new guy this year. He, he, he's turned over a new leaf. It, even when you look at his practice data, I mean, he's, he ranks number five in my practice data. And he had, he had, he had Tyler Reddick last week. He outdrove Tyler Reddick. And Tyler Reddick, I think, is one of the, potentially one of the best drivers in the series. So you get Bubba Wallace outrunning Tyler Reddick as his teammate. He, I mean, that done, that's, to me, that's unbelievable. It, it's, his growth is continuing week after week. So Yeah, and I mean – and it, I, it, Sorry. I, I, I just want to say, I saw his interview last week. 
it just it looks like he's in a good it looks like his mindset is in the right place he just looks loose he's just you know he just looks ready week after week yeah, I mean, a couple things. It looks like this is a matchup we're going to get every single week, like that uh, Gregson-Gibbs matchup, because we've seen this one every week so far, Bubba versus Suarez. Somebody has put this matchup out there, so that's cool. Um, also, Bubba Wallace has provided us one of the best memes of the year with him uh, sitting in the car with the the straw in his mouth after the <laughs> that's race. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, that, well, that is really, really good media that we'll be able to use for years, so... I'm very thankful, but also Bubba, you know, I like rooting for the guy. He, we, we get some value. Um, he's in the, the Toyota camp. So sometimes we can take advantage of the top Toyota bet, which is like a, a very, you know, bigger than a group, but smaller than the usual manufacturer bets that we can place. So we can find some, some value with Bubba. And it feels like maybe this is, this is some that we can win this week. I'll tell you what, if he starts running well on road courses, you better watch out. Oh, <laughs> if he runs, man. If he runs inside the top 10 of Coda, uh, this guy is going to win the championship. Because... Yeah, we're, we're going to get fat and happy off of a top 10 ticket for, for Bubba. I mean, that guy is bad on road courses. Um, this, was, this was a big week for me because I wanted this, because as most people know, the, the championship race is run at Phoenix, and Bubba Wallace is showing pace this weekend. So I feel like. Maybe right. It's a one to win a championship. I was looking at that, and if, if he had speed today, I was going to take a look and see if I wanted to add that to the cards, and that's interesting to me. Yeah, well, maybe we'll we'll see how it goes, but um, I think that's I think that wraps up everything we had written down and shipped to our subscribers. Do you have any secret sauce? That's all I got. I mean. I do. I want to take a look at Tyler Reddick because his odds got better as, after practice. He's twenty to one. Ah, see now so. that, that's interesting, and you know, especially, um, you know, we we have another another half unit we can allocate towards a winner here and still come out on top. So, you know, Reddick Reddick feels good, and I mean, if he wins. That's awesome because we have him in a, a future as well. So I, I, I don't mind backing that guy. We're, we got to root for him at some point this year. I think this is the week to do it. I really, I, I <laughs> this lap data is. I think it's all I need to know because I'm looking at laps ten through thirty, and he was number one. So I mean, I, they're probably going to run over fifty, fits maybe sixty laps before you know they cut the stage. Um, the stage is in half you know to make their pit stops so I mean, you you're expanding that out even further so if you get reddick uh running better times even more in that long run he's going to run away from it even more so so and man just, i mean yeah plus 600 for a top three and he's you know, number one in my in my practice rankings yeah and i mean just in another ad and i don't know if this is applicable or not but i've noticed there's been a lot more a lot less i'm sorry a lot less cautions a lot more green flag runs this year even like auto club last year last season was an absolute yellow fest this right. year it ran green a lot wow. last week uh at las yeah. vegas was Tyler Reddick, yeah yep. he mentioned this on i don't know where he maybe it was xm radio but these teams have have started to figure this car out so the setups they're getting dialed in uh you know the cars are handling better. The, the drivers are learning the car. So there's going to be a lot less mistakes being made and more uh, mechanical grip, et cetera, that 
you know they're they're, they're perfecting the setup so the cars are yeah. drive better the, so if we if we have a guy less with, awesome. yeah i was gonna say if we have a guy with elite long long run speed that that could be a play cool yep, i like it a lot so awesome well that that wraps up the card then uh we're gonna be putting qualifying out i think before qualifying tomorrow so it should be a packed day in the book club. Arch, are you awake over there? I'm awake. I'm right here. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Do you have any thoughts on uh, this week's NASCAR card? Have I you don't. Done any research? I don't. I'm just okay. disappointed we don't get to talk Haley Deegan. It's, it's, no, it's off week. Off yeah. week for the trucks. Really, really disappointing uh, for Steve. I know that's his favorite bet to make every single week. And uh, hey, I'll tell you what. Go ahead. <laughs> she qualified in the top five last week. She did. And, and I'll tell you what else. We had a win ticket on her. Go figure. Who knew? That was a thing. And we, we got that precious closing line value on it. What'd you buy with it? <laughs> um, pride. I okay. bought pride with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you took down an $8,000 contest in that truck race. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.